0: Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Good to have you with us today. Again, I've got Pastor John Welch with me today, lead pastor here at Life United. John, glad you could come back.
2: Pastor, it's so good to be here. All right. Glad we you let me come back. We had
1: kind of, well, I say, well, you kind of opened a can of worms. I did. At the end of the podcast yesterday, we were talking about the fact. That uh, as leaders, we're obligated, and that word obligated means responsible for the future. That's yes, a good word. We are obligated to transfer and deposit knowledge and wealth and experience and influence and, and even relationships to another generation. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and you, you brought up a very good point when we were discussing this. I'm going to let you ask the question again, and yes. we'll just discuss it.
2: Yes, so the question is, uh, number one, it, it takes a, a very secure leader to think this way and to plan and pray and pursue the, the plan to um, you know, uh, meet that obligation. Let me tell you
1: what it takes, John. It doesn't take a secure leader. It takes a humility. Humility,
2: exactly. Exactly. Now, there's
1: security and humility. Absolutely. Yeah. Kay? But as much as there is a security in who you are from hearing from God, like mm-hmm. you're talking about, there also has a, to be a humility about your place in the body of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what God could do and what God can do. Exactly. So, yeah. anyway. Yeah.
2: So, wh- what insecurities would cause a pastor or leader to hold on? Too long, and and that's the first question. I'm going to spring this other one on you. Okay. And then, secondly, if a minister or leader has held on too long and recognizes it, what do they need to do? Okay. So the first one is what what insecurity <clears throat> caused them to well, hold on too long. I,
1: I think number one is pride. Okay. Yeah. I, I because again the, the answer is humility. Yeah. I think I think it's pride in a in the fact that you have accomplished something mm-hmm. and you're unwilling to let it go even though it's all it's going the wrong direction you think it's just a matter of time that it comes back to what it was and it never will
2: so you're saying that in another in a sense you're it's going to leave your hands one way or the gonna other it's going to
1: leave your hands one way or the uh, other yeah. absolutely yeah and look that doesn't mean you can't pastor a church when you're older yeah you know, there are some congregations of elderly people. That's what they want. Yeah, you know, right, and absolutely. and and there's it doesn't mean you can't be a a great minister of God. We've got a couple in our church, Sam and Sammy Moses, precious, wonderful people. They're in their eighties, <laughs> awesome. still preaching, awesome, still preaching, and couple. and so that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that that if you're going to touch another generation, you've got to have that generation in tow. It's a good way to say that. Okay, yeah. I know that sounds funny, but you got to have them hooked. Yeah, and and uh, and I know the statistics. You know, basically they say you can reach um, uh, twenty years younger than you mm-hmm. and twenty years older than you. I'm not sure I, I see that because I I saw Brother Hagen uh, in his fifties uh, and sixties, and uh, he had a whole school full of twenty year olds. Yeah, so I do believe there are ways. But what I what 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 you've got to understand is if you're too prideful to realize I'm seeing the world go past me here yeah you know uh, I, I've seen it a hundred times i'm I'm still seeing it today John mm-hmm. where where people think well what I'm preaching is going to come back in vogue mm-hmm. well it's not about what you're preaching that's a good point you know yeah. it, it's more about the way you're doing your ministry. And now you could go back and talk about the songs that we sang in the 70s, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. and and, and the, the music today. Hey, I'd rather have what we got today as far as the, it's it's beautiful, Amen. you know, it's wonderful. But but see, if you don't get that and all you want to do is sing the hymns or sing the, you know, this is the day the Lord has made, <laughs> um, then Picks that's going to hinder you You've, to yeah. some degree, You've got to move forward with what God's doing today. Yeah. But pride will keep you focused on, no, God raised me up for this. I'm holding on to yeah. this. Yeah. Well, what are you holding on to? Mm. See? Are you holding on to a past success? Because mm. that will keep you from going to another generation. Yeah. Because if you're always looking at a past success, then then you're never looking forward to future. And let, let me just say this. It's not really success unless there's a successor.
2: Well said. You know. Yeah, that is really good. Th- that Those yeah. words go
1: together. Yeah, it's kay? really good. In the body of Christ, there always needs to be a successor. When Paul died, Timothy was still Timothy. R- still there. Yep, you know. yeah. You know, Timothy had a relationship with Paul. He had a relationship with John. Yeah. You know, how would you like to be the pastor in Ephesus and— um, um, John was in your church.
0: <laughs> you know, it's true
1: though. You go study oh, history, yeah, yeah. It, that's exactly what happened. So, oh, man, but but here is the thing. I think that's one of the main things is, and it's not a pride like, look, I did this and look at what I've done. It's more of a pride of I got a hold of this and I pioneered this, or I mm-hmm. I stuck with this and and um, and and I am not going to give up on it now. Mm that type of thing mm-hmm. so I think that really um, I think that has a lot to do with it. I think a lot of it has to do with uh, how some people are raised up in ministry because they're okay. taught that yeah yeah you know they're taught hey this is your you hold on to it and you yeah but but it just doesn't work yeah and and I'm here to tell you it doesn't work yeah You know, the day, just like in my generation, the days of standing up and preaching the Word for an hour and people sitting there with their Bibles taking notes, you might as well be honest about it. They ain't doing it anymore. Yeah, it's not working. And so you've got to say, well, you know, what what is working?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. There are are some men who were raised up um, in the same generation as I'm in. But further back than me, they saw the need for change. Yeah and made those changes and their ministry today is still exploding yeah but they're not the ones lighting the fire anymore yeah it's another generation yeah but see they were willing to bring that next generation and get them hooked in so that they could go forward yeah and and there there is a I don't know what you call it I guess it's old man syndrome where you always <laughs> even in Christian I hear Christian uh, minister. Well, I can't believe they don't want it. They won't do this. They won't do that. Well, they don't come to church on Wednesday anymore. Well, Sunday night I don't have hardly anybody here. Well, wake up and smell the coffee. Yeah. Until that changes, and we get back to a place where people are so hungry they're going to come every day of the week. You've got to reach them where they are and and come up with with strategies. And people don't want. To, some people just flat don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Mm-hmm. What was that next question?
2: The next one is uh, uh so a minister or pastor leader's going along and the light comes on. All right? right. And 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 they're they're way behind the eight ball. Way behind the eight ball, but the light does come on. Yeah. What can they do? What do they need to do? Uh, because they've got, you know catch up. Well um, to do.
1: That's what the never mind. <laughs> I was gonna t- tell a joke about better than <laughs> Oh come on, Pastor. Uh that um First thing you've got to do is go back to what I said earlier. You got to humble, humble yourself. yourself. Yeah, you you really do. You've got to humble yourself and say, you know what, things things have got to change for this to go forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing you've got to do is either, and, and a lot of this depends on energy, John. Yeah. If you if you're a long way down the road, you may not have the energy to do this. Then you have got to find someone who does. Yeah. To, to help you And you're going to have to Let go of some things
2: A lot quicker Obviously it's going to have to be a lot yeah, quicker
1: let, yeah. Listen One of the things too is you got to listen to the Holy Spirit Because He can help you with it yeah. I know the Holy Spirit spoke to me And uh, this was a good while back now But, but uh, in fact it was here when you were here before mm-hmm. That we needed to clean house mm-hmm. You know if you clean your house You're going to find stuff in your closets yeah You don't even need anymore Yeah And we found a lot of stuff We did That Why are we doing this? We did You know those are, those are some
2: Tough days Tough we, we locked ourselves exactly. in the room and, Exactly and, and, and said Yeah but we've been doing it, over.
1: it We've been doing this Yeah but what's it doing? Is it producing fruit? Yeah And and and, and we still do We're still continuing still that yes. And still dealing with And judging some things But yeah. But but the thing is You've got a You've got to if you're gonna make that change and you've got to be honest and say, I'm gonna make these changes and and you can't compromise change to keep the past. It's good. Yeah. See, what I've noticed in a lot of people is they want change but they don't wanna let go of
2: something. <laughs> you know. They want change as long as it looked like As long it as used it looks to. the same.
1: You know? <laughs> well, it just doesn't work that way. Good you know, yeah. it just flat doesn't work that way. So you've got to, you've got to be careful um, about how you do that. Now I'm I'm blessed because you know you're here, mm-hmm. and and you've got a pulse on what God's doing, and uh, and so you know I'm I'm listening to you. I mean, we're making changes that I'm thinking, well, that ain't the way we did it. But you know what? If I start stopping, if I start stopping that progress now, then I'm going to stagnate the church again. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to have that, mm-hmm. you know. But, but I think the bottom line is you got to humble yourself, and you got to go to somebody else who, and say, uh, "Hey, man, I need some help here." Pastor, you think you think fear plays into that?
2: I mean, you're if you're at a stage in your life and you're looking, you're looking at at this thing, and you're going, um. You know, I got to do something. Does fear ever play into that? Do you think that is it, or is um, it more humility? That,
1: no, I think if you walk in humility, you're not going to have fear about fear, it.
2: Yeah, I think the only good.
1: way fear comes back into it is if you're looking at it from a carnal standpoint. You're going to lose something.
2: It's good. That's good. So, yeah, that's good.
1: But if your if you're if your goal is not to lose something but to gain something, smart. Yeah. You know, John, we we went to a I think probably one of the first time we went together, we went to a meeting with uh, Pastor Rick Bazette in yeah. Arkansas.
0: Yeah. It's kind
1: of when God really started saying, this is what we got to do, and yeah. and and um, and and he had some men, and he actually had asked us to come and yeah. invited us, and so we went, and there was a guy there who was, he was probably 75.
0: Yeah,
2: I remember him.
1: And he had multiple campuses. Yeah. He was doing all kinds of yeah. stuff for God.
2: Yeah, I remember him. Yeah,
1: yeah. and I'm thinking, man, that dude, he, he didn't mess around. He jumped on board, and he's going to do something for God. Yeah,
2: I remember him. Yeah, yeah.
1: and so cool. I thought that was pretty—that that helped me, yeah. to be honest with you. You know, that, that, hey, it's not a matter of age. It's a matter of when do you quit letting the Holy Spirit guide you into the future Yeah, as a leader? Yeah. And again, let me go back to what I said. You've always got to have that hook to the— to the next generation, have them in tow. Right. If you don't have that hook, if you're looking at your youth and your children, and you're not you're not having as many youth, you're not having as many children yeah. in your ministry, and you look out there and all you see are blue hairs. Yep. You know, as one pastor called them. You know, <laughs> um, then then you're not towing that next generation, and you're going to get stuck. Yeah. And so you've got to humble yourself and say, all right, what what do I have to do? Yeah. Now look, it has nothing to do with holiness, yeah. living right. Yeah. Has nothing to do with carnality. Yeah. It has to do with different ways to reach people and to minister to people and to empower people. It's so good, Pastor. You know, me. and so Man, you've got to know that, this is and rich. you've got to know that's the way you've got to uh, accomplish it. And if you do. Hey, you're going to do some great things.
2: This is so Praise good, Praise God. This is, this is really helping some folks. I just know that I know they know it's helping Well, people. I believe it
1: is. People. Yep, I believe it is. Pray. God bless you. Look forward to our next time together.
0: Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.